0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Michael Beale says Rangers aren't as broken as people think, but as promising changes. We've got some brilliant ties ahead in the Scottish Cup after the draw last night. The likes of Celtic, Morton, St Johnson, Rangers, Darville, Aberdeen, and Dundee United against Stirling Uni. And it's a big night for our nearest neighbours at the World Cup with England and Wales going head to head. I'm Gordon Duncan, and joining me tonight, you've got Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Big news, obviously, Michael Beale in the building at Rangers, and they've got their man. They seem to be only one man on the list, and they've got it across the line, and pretty quickly at that. But it's down to work now for Michael Beale. He's got 16 days before the game against Hibs. A lot of work to pack in to that time. Interesting times ahead for him. He would have met the players today. He was on the training pitch today. The players have to start taking on his ideas because they need to hit the ground running come the 15th. Yeah, Mark's right. I think that... uh all the wondering who the next Rangers manager is going to be is over with. It's time to now get back to business. I've got a league game coming up in the 15th against Hibs. Um, so he's going to prepare for that. Celtic doing a bit of business as well in the transfer market. And the Scottish Cup fourth round draw. It's some interesting ties. 01419511025. And please get in touch. We always like to hear from you on the show, on the phones. Of course, you can tweet at Clyde SSB, but you can't beat the real thing. So come on, give us a call. And let us know what is on your mind tonight If it is still Michael Beale If it is still uh, Rangers' new manager Let's maybe try and put a bit of a forward-looking lens on things Last night was very much about the reaction What did you make of it? Is he the right man? Is he the wrong man? How did you react to the news that he is the new manager? What comes next then, Rangers fans? What is the first thing he needs to address? What are the first couple of things he needs to address? What do you want to see change Quickly, what do you want to see change now? What do you think the style of play is going to look like? What players do you think will get a chance in the future? Are there any players you think don't have a future under Michael Beale? What, what do you think about it going forward? What are the things that need to change? What needs to come next? I think we've done the whole sort of reaction in terms of was he the right man? Was he the wrong man? Of course, we'll find out in time. So what comes next? What would you like Michael Beale's priorities to be? If he was stuck for inspiration and he called you up and asked you what is the first thing he should fix, what would your answer be? 0141-951-1025. I am well aware of the way this footballing city works. Maybe you're a fan of another team and you're not that interested in what's going on with Michael Beale. Well, feel free to pick up the phone and change the subject as well. It's obviously a bit quieter uh, with the other teams. That's just... Uh, the territory we're in at the moment But still, we would love to hear you 01419511025 And we will look back on that Scottish Cup draw A bit later on in the show as well Because some unbelievable ties in there um, You think about getting through And wanting one of the big dogs Well, Darville have certainly got that, haven't they? In Aberdeen Great tie for Stirling Uni um, With no disrespect to the great people of Elgin Maybe feel a bit <laughs> for the drum Mark Wilson <laughs> Not so good We gave them the big build up on the show And they've gone through And oh, we never know Maybe it falls into a winnable category But I know they wanted a bit of glamour Yeah And I, Elgin away in January I don't know if that's glamour There's no glamour about it It was the last place that I managed I lost my job there and the, the little shed did you know that? That? The little shed Remember because it was Covid time So we had to get changed in, in the little shed to the side So actually is it 3 one Round about that uh, I, I, yeah, I, watched, I watched the highlights of that So <laughs> that many times I can't have taken long 
Oh, it I, I just, many. I loved the joy of seeing the last game he ever managed in. I just was there I, for him. With friends like that, eh? I know, I know. <laughs> well, there you are. It's become a, an historical venue in yeah, Scottish football then, so don't feel so bad, uh, Drum Chapel players and fans, uh, if you are looking forward to that one. But either way, get in touch 01419511025. Much better on the phones, uh, but of course, you can tweet if you would rather uh, do that as well. How are you actually? You alright? You feeling? I'm good. Why? I thought you'd be I'm looking good yeah Fresh Hungry Not good p- Picked up a cold or anything I thought you'd have been Struggling tonight No You okay Yeah why Why I'm supposed to pick up a cold well, I thought I saw did, you Did I miss something I thought I saw you with your top off On the BBC last <laughs> night In the news <laughs> Was that not, not genu- Genuinely Somebody told me that was you <laughs> no, Behind no. the reporter That boy had no muscles I the top bags. over his head I'm packing here <laughs> Very similar I'm body Not a body shame guy but Not even that Just the, the way you were Jumping up and down yeah, I thought I, I should have seen that move that <laughs> <here before>. No <laughs> Not at all I was, was ruined my night I really thought I thought that was you Ah great anyway. piece of television Great reporting Anyway 01419511025 Whilst you get your calls in We actually have heard a bit From Michael Beale This afternoon He's given an interview To Sky Sports Some interesting stuff In there um, Talks about the injuries And the job he's going to do And whether it will be Similar or different To previous regimes And so on um, Let me play this first clip Which is Hit right on the head Of something we discussed With Andy Halliday Last night Because I hear a lot of people Queuing up and saying Well it's alright being a number two But you know Or a number three You get to be all pally With the players But how's that going to work Because you can't be The players pal now uh, When you're The manager So he was asked about that In that interview with Sky today And here was his answer I wasn't that close To the players To be honest In terms of like You know friends I was never anyone's friend I was always A bit of a disciplinarian Really out on the training pitch I was the moaner Of the staff Of the previous staff And uh, that was my job To take train and drive standards I was close to the players But I was never anyone's friend uh, so I feel that, that that's not an issue. Uh, the fact we live an unbelievable experience together, I think knows, uh, we know, I know, the players know that we can we can recreate and, and build something strong and special again. So that actually gives confidence, but it's not a, it's not a case of me coming back in here and having a million friends in the in the playing staff. I do in the, uh, the support staff. Of course, it's all words at the moment, Mark, but it has to be because we've not seen a ball kicked yet, so there's, there's not much we can do. Um... What did you make of that as an answer to what would be an understandable concern, question mark, call it what you want? I thought that was quite interesting because I think we're all led to think that when you're a coach, you are the buffer between the manager and the players and you know, that you're that wee bit more lenient with them and the players can trust you and you have a laugh. Now that's obviously the case at a lot of clubs, but you know, never seemed to be the case with Michael Beale. Um training sessions are meant to be very good, the players enjoy them But it was interesting for me Hearing that he was uh, Detached alongside the manager And perhaps others were the ones That, that fed into it So it, it puts him in a good place going in Because he doesn't need to then you know, Disengage with players now they, Those players that were there with him Know exactly what he is on the pitch It's quite useful to have Andy um, In last night having mm. been in that dressing room Gordon, he said exactly that He said Gary McAllister, yes He was the, the pal, if you like The go-between But Michael Beale was distant And sort of sat next to Stephen Gerrard In terms of discipline and distance between uh, the players So look, there might be a million other issues That he encounters in the future, who knows But it doesn't look like that sort of Turning from a friend into disciplinarian is going to be one of them. Yeah, I, I don't get 
caught up too much in this, Gordon. Um, you know, he'll be a little bit closer uh, as a coach. Of course, he will. But we've heard them saying there. Look, I didn't have any friends. He's just into management. He'll know now. He's had a small taste of it at QPR. He's up here to get results, not make friends. Let's be honest about it. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're well-liked or not in the dressing room. The most important thing for Bill is to go out there and get results and improve Rangers. And then he'll probably make plenty of friends from the Rangers supporters if that happens. But he's got a big job in his hands. Right, let's try and look forward. What changes would you like to see the Rangers manager make? What should be his priorities? He's in there right now. What's the first thing, the first couple of things he needs to look at, Yvonne? What would your thoughts be on that one so for me it's about attitude discipline determination playing for the jersey so for whatever reason that seems to have been missing from rangers for a wee while under geo um he obviously started the uh, you know running really well and taking us to the, the, the cup final and then winning the cup in scotland however from them it seems like the players stopped playing for him for whatever reason so something was very wrong in the, in the dressing room at ibrox so for me michael beale needs to bring a fresh you know they need to be disciplined to play for Rangers. They need to want to play for Rangers and, and you know, show that on the park. Um, that For me, that's been mm-hmm. missing. It's a, like a lack of effort and, and, and not really that bothered. So the opposite of what it's been for the past few months. How's that as a starting point, Gordon? Yeah, it's interesting that uh, Avon's come on there and that's a clientele you need for to be playing with Rangers. Uh, that, that should be a gimme, uh, to be quite honest with you, if you play with any of the two big clubs. But... Uh, I think Michael Beale will get in there, he'll command the respect, of course he will. Uh, I think Van Bronckers had the respect, Gordon, but sometimes you hear stories about the training and the low-key and different ways again about training. Michael Beale's different from Van Bronckers. Some players buy into it, some players don't. It's just getting your points over there, changing the style. I think he's got a big, big task, right? Because he's he has got injuries and he's not making excuses and neither he should because he's got a big squad. But he's got guys like you know, his top player probably centre forward when he was there, Morelos. He's got to get him back firing all cylinders. He's got Kent uh, well documented on this show, people phoning in saying what's he offering, he's run down his contract. He has to get him up ready, sharp, ready to go on the 15th mm. of December. He's got to get style of play. He's got to get his own ideas over there and he's got to hit yep. the ground running for me but that's the, that's the thing Mark if we're talking about an order of what you can realistically do on days sort of one, two, three, four, and 5 is is Yvonne's point is, is that always the first thing you're going to look for because recruitment will need to wait a little bit and contracts and maybe even style of play takes a bit to implement but yeah. can you just instantly squeeze a bit more effort, commitment whatever from the guys that are there I, I think You've got to think that Otherwise you would never make a change You know in management You've got to think that the new guy coming in Can squeeze something out The same bunch of players Especially when You're doing it out with a window So Day one He's got to have had a meeting With his full team He's got to quickly establish Who's coming with him And who he can cut Now Daz has Mentioned a couple of names there And I think he's he's right to mention Kent and Morelos Two guys that he knows He had Unbelievable success way in terms of what they contributed in, in that team And they're far off that He has got to try and establish him again as a game changer And his team right away Because they they were the jewel in the crown Those two most saleable assets They have fell far from that So he's got to get them on site On site and then figure out who else can contribute to the squad And pull them through until he gets some of his own signings in Got faith that that can happen, Yvonne? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I like Michael Beale, obviously. The <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. When he was with Stevie Gerrard, I always thought he spoke very well. Any time you, you heard from him, but for me, um, it, it's fitness too. There, there, there appears to be, you know, these players can't kind of turn from challenging eighteen months ago to being absolutely rubbish for the past four months. Um, you know, so it's fitness and, and all of that for me. But yeah, yeah, I'm hopeful for the future where Michael Beale. I like him. And I think he's probably, um, he can't fail to take Rangers and make Rangers better than what they've been for the last few while. Well, that's what he's brought in for. Let's let's be honest here. He's brought in because of, you know, the recruitment will wait, obviously, in January. But he's been brought in for this team to hit the ground running uh, when they come back from, obviously, this break with the, the World Cup. And it's what I think's helped him is... Yes, we can go over all ground up. He knows the players, he knows the club, he's been there, the players buy in, he's training. That's okay in paper and that's okay saying that. But he knows for a fact that he's got to get a tune out of these players. That's the first thing he'll be judged on, Gordon, because that's the reason mm. he was brought back. Football's such like a roller coaster, Mark. You've got, you know, even, even now, although we're in the break, there's still a lot of football to be played. There will be different challenges and different opponents. I'm I'm asking purely about your experience here. How important is it, sort of day one, day two, when a manager looks you in the eye for the first time, sets a tone? Is that important? Of course, yeah. I think players are judging you right away as soon as you walk in the building. I I would even put Michael Beale into that category as well. Even though he's been there, and a lot of the players will know him. Some of them won't. So first impressions are everything. Managers have to. <laughs> Give off a sense That they actually know What they're doing Or else players Quickly suss them out And before you know it You find yourself In a hole With underperformers Or people Who are perceived Maybe not to be trying Their, their best on the pitch Or it looks that way So having those First few meetings Setting out your stall um, In terms of Your ideas The discipline Everything I've always said there Actually What you expect For your team Comes in those First few days Now He's came at a break So he's got you know, a week or two to work at that on the pitch, but those first few meetings are critical in a in a manager's reign, and it might be a wee bit easier for Bill, but he's still in that category mm. that he needs to make a big impression. Thank you very much to Yvonne. Let's bring in Carolyn, who's also a Rangers fan. What what's the sort of first thing that needs fixed, Carolyn, or what's the priority? What should Michael Bill be doing right now? I think Michael Bill just needs to lay down the rules. Um, he needs to have passion. He needs to have players who want to merit for the jumper, who want to play for Glasgow Rangers. It's not just about um, a crowd just get played. The whole team was off there, as Avon said, the last caller said. There was it's just something was the sitting right. There's no one player that you can put your finger to, the whole team. And I think um, he'll be looking, you know, to come down the disciplinary side of it. And if you don't, if you don't, you know, kind of meet the category, you'll only be playing for Glasgow Rangers. I think it'll be quite headstrong. He talks about, you know, before the start of the show, he goes on about uh, friends. He doesn't need friends. See if he brings the result to fifty odd thousand fans at Ibrooks, he'll have all the friends that he can get. That's all we need. It's just about believing in each other, um, and it's a fresh start to players. Like I said, the previous times I phoned up, I played a lot of football in my younger days. And a new manager comes in, it's a fresh start, but I think he'll be good for the club. I think he's you know, he's already got the, the respect here. What do you think what do you think that balance is like, Gordon, mm. of this notion of sort of laying down the law, getting your standards in early, but not 
Like nobody, you don't perhaps want to come across then too strong, do you? And then you've just annoyed everybody on, on day one. Is that a delicate balance? Did you find that? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think the the biggest thing with uh, the modern day manager now, Gordon, is you know most of them are good coaches. Most of them like to be involved. In the years gone by, you would a manager would be the leader. He would have coaches and st- and he would stand and make sure everything ticked along. I think nowadays a manager has to have that line. And the players know not to cross it. Now, there'll be a fine balance here because you've got to give players now leeway because a lot, well, few few seasons ago, everybody was talking, even just now, about players' power and the players have got all the power and stuff like that. But you're a manager, and I think going across the city to Postacoglu, I think he's got it spot on. I think he treats his players brilliantly, but I think the players know where that line is. I think Bill's the same. I think he's got to get in there and say, right, we're going to go forward as a side. We're going to play a different brand of football. We're going to play fast attacking. We're going to try and please Caroline and these 50,000 supporters with results as well. But I'm the boss. Mm. This is where the line is and that's where it stops. Um, Again, Mark, he he said, we're just going on interviews at the moment, he said there he was the sort of disciplinarian in training previously. He was the moaner. Then so I don't know Tavernier, Kent, Morelos, etc. Goldson when he's fit, they'll they'll know that then nothing really mm. nothing really changes there. Or see, to be honest, to... personally as a player on on the pitch, I I like that in training. I like standards being set high. No joking, you know, do your work on the pitch and have someone moan at you for doing something that was okay rather than just let you off with something. Um, and I think it drives it drives you. I think a fear having a fear factor about the place, and especially coming through the manager, drives performance levels up. I, I really do because the players then, you know, the the fear letting the manager down, the fear falling below the standards, and I think you really do get better best out of players in that respect. I, I don't mean back to Daz's day where Thank you me. used to get a punch in the you used to get a punch in the abs, didn't you, through? Yeah. Or your managers I'm that's, not meaning that That's why I've got or, the pack or or of fat. I mean But <laughs> I'm not meaning that But just that Set of standards That the players understand We cannot fall mm. behind Carolyn are you expecting You know Major changes Is he coming in To blow the place apart Or is it just tweaking Things here and there I think uh, He'll come in And try and find His best 11 His strong team And about More consistency uh, Every week You know Because with Gio There was as far as I'm concerned, Giovanni never played the same 11 team, same players, week in and week out. There's always something changed or something like that. You need to give players time to get to know each other, how they perform, their weaknesses, you know, and their strengths and stuff like that. You need to gel together as a team, as a unit. And I think he's on the right stepping stone now. He's heading in the right direction. Brilliant. Thank, you. Yeah. thank you very much Carolyn Nice to hear from you Carolyn and Yvonne Thank you 01419511025 uh, Some more interesting stuff From Michael Beale Going to play that to you And take more of your calls next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Are here It's 01419511025 It's Twitter at Clyde SSB I'm being inundated mm. With people agreeing Who thought that was you Outside <laughs> Ibrox last night With your top above your head I was too late for me And it certainly wasn't me Because As I say Look at them well, it's radio people that doesn't really work. Yeah, I've got kind of <laughs> what you showing there. Just out of clarity, <laughs> <laughs> put them away with <laughs> people eating our dinner. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're trying to look forward a bit. There's been a lot of 
um, reaction last night in terms of just you know gut feeling, gut reaction, immediate reaction to Michael Beal being named. So we're asking you know what's next, Rangers fans? What would your priority be? Day one, day two, day three in the training ground. What does he need to do? What does he need to address and address quickly? Um, I've been interested, Gordon, in the debate about not even so much the debate about the discussion point that keeps coming up, and people use this. In a positive and a negative sense Because they say Ah, Michael Beale was the brains He was everything behind Stephen Gerrard So, therefore, that's a good thing Because Stephen Gerrard did a good job Or, that's not a good thing Because he won only one trophy And mm. should have won more But what's been the real thread is Michael Beale apparently Was the brains behind it all Everyone seems to be agreeing on that Whether it was good or bad But In that interview with Sky Today He's telling you that It's not going to be the same As the last time he was here We'll be working fast every single day to build. We need to grow every single day and we, we need we need to work right now. The boys are aware of that. We've started the last two days. It's fair to say that um, it is slightly different to the work they have been doing and it's even slightly different to the work that we did here previous. You know, Stephen was the manager, Gary was the assistant and I was the first team coach. That was the hierarchy then. We all worked very well together, but it's fair to say I've got some slight subtle changes to that. And obviously that will be different to the last 68 games I've had with Gio. So it's, 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 even though I'm coming back in and I know the players, we have to go through all that again and build this team again under my ideas uh, and the staff alongside. Yeah, I, I like that, Gordon. Um, it's not just a case of, well, I worked with Stephen here, I, I was given a free reign, I was the brains behind it. I don't buy into all that. I think that that takes a lot of credit away from the manager, Stephen Gerrard, and I think he's got to take a bit of credit, let's be honest about it. Um, I like the fact that he's now looking and thinking, right, it's a different role. Because, as he said there, his first time at Rangers, first team coach, he's now the manager. He's got a lot of decisions to make. Everybody's talking about the training. The training will take care of itself. We know that he can handle that, no problem. Tactics will take care of itself. He's got man management to do now. He's got the press to do. He's got a, there's there's so many different things as a manager rather than just being a first-team coach. And I think that's what he's trying to put over there. Listen, I'm going mm. to tweak one or two things the way I want it done. It'd be interesting to know, Mark, and maybe it will get covered in, in other interviews if... He'll still take the training Or how much of it yeah. So Andy Again it was That's why it was useful Andy was Telling us exactly We asked him last night How much of the training Did Michael Beale take And he said You know genuinely Everything Upwards Everything. of 90% yeah. You know Wonder if he'll still do that Or then Is somebody else The new Michael Beale If you like yeah. You know the staff That he's brought up So well, It's sometimes quite hard To to pull yourself away from that If that is your bread and butter What you're yeah, good you at What you've so, built you? success on Then it's hard for you Just to go I'm going to stand and watch Because I think He'd be constantly thinking No I'm going to step in here I'm going to step in again I'd be surprised If he didn't take the majority But the interesting thing About Michael Beale speaking there A few slight subtle changes So it's not going to be Anything drastic So I think the Rangers fans Can probably look forward To seeing pretty much What Gerard. Style of play was With just a few wee tweaks What do you think then James Who's on the line What What's first What's next What's the priority Good evening gentlemen I hope you are well Thank you um, uh, Lowry and Kent for me um, I think if we can get Kent anywhere back To what he was before And re-engage with the idea We might get a new contract Out of him And if he can be as good As he was before I'll give him a contract As soon as we can um, And Lowry um, I don't think Lowry's ever let us down Getting a game And I know Young boy, pressure on the lad, but 
I just think someone like that and maybe the number 10 role for us um, with that style of play, um, I think we'd do really well. So that's the two things that if I was focusing on, I would get Lowry back in the team sheet as soon as I can, as soon as he's fit, um, and then just get a system where Kent can be what it used to be for us rather than what it is at the moment. Two interesting examples, Gordon, because one is... You know, playing a guy who previously wasn't getting played, so that's that's a big change. And the other one is somebody who does play all the time, but James wants him used differently. Listen, every manager going into a new club says clean sheet, Gordon, to every player. He'll have, that would have been his first opening gambit uh, when he walked into that dressing room. Sat everybody down, clean sheet. It's up to use competition for places, and that's up to Lowry as well. The only thing I will say there is James is talking about well if he can get Kent up and give him a new contract I don't know if Kent wants to stay at Rangers I think Kent's playing his ticket to get away uh, it'd be interesting um, you know he's certainly not set the head on fire this season um, I think the Rangers fans will be looking for a big improvement I think he's got to you know, have a good eye to eye with Morelos as well because let's be honest I know Cholak's been absolutely brilliant scoring goals but if you look at it as a centre forward goes, if it's a fit Morelos or Cholak, I'm taking Morelos because I think he's better at every department. Um, so that's a big task for him. But listen, I think every player in there, you're talking about, you know, the Lowry's, you're talking about uh, um, Morelos, Kent's. You look at the form of people like Kamara, who is absolutely brilliant. Apparently, if. Teacher's pet of Michael Beale From yeah. the previous time so, so, so there's a lot of players in there That he's got to get a tune out of And that's the most important thing about it We've heard so much about the compliments Going over the city with Posta Coglu Look at Ralston for every, uh, for instance Everybody thought he was going out the door You know what I mean? Taylor they're, they're massive, massive players for Celtic now Ralston's now a Scotland international So that's where the impact That Rangers mm. supporters and the Rangers board Are hoping that Bill will have On Ryan Kent Mark, you know, can you see him being used Differently I mean he certainly His most successful time Would have come under Stephen Gerrard yeah. Michael Beale <coughs> When they played that system That was two number 10s And maybe that's what James is alluding to We, we maybe Lowry and Kent Playing inside the park More than hugging the touchline um, Certainly seemed to be Where Kent Was most comfortable Played his best football So he might revert back to that the interesting thing Michael Beale his, his man management skills Will be put to the test I think with Kent Morelos Because Everybody know I, I agree with Daz by the way I think Kent Does want to leave I think Well it's pretty obvious He's not signed yet But how does Michael Beale Handle that You know Is he going to say Well if you don't want to play For me You can sit on the bench And so hmm. Or is he going to say By the way If you want to move Which you will The best way of doing it Is Playing Some of the stuff That you did When I was here and, and dragging this team through And I'll guarantee you You get a good move at the end of this That's the best way of dealing with it I think that's fair James Because obviously We're asking it from the manager's perspective What can he do differently But Is it going to take more than just Moving Ryan Kent Or asking him to do something different Is the player himself Going to need to dig deep And find something 100% I would be happy If we sold Kent in the, in the winter To get some money in Rather than he goes for a free But If we're looking at what He needs to improve straight away would improving Kent would be the best thing for the team if it then meant he signed a contract and recommitted yeah but I, I completely agree that the guy switched off this season but whether that's been what he's been asked to do or whatever so you never know if he goes back to what he liked to because I think he's enjoyed his first two maybe three seasons at the club so I think yeah if, if the guy's working his ticket I would sell him in the winter um, and just to get money into the club but 
I think if I think if Bill focuses on getting better quicker, um, it'll be the better thing for the team. So, what do you think then? Let's elaborate on your Lowry point, James, because I, I think loads of Rangers fans who are listening um, would probably agree with you. They'd, they'd definitely like to see him more. What's your reading of that situation? I know there's been an injury. What? Why has he featured so little? Is that a complete? Dislike from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Or again Is the player not doing something um, Because he's gone from Being quite a big hope There was a lot of talk About his new contract um, And then yes I know I'll repeat it The injury But he's played one Seven minutes Against Ajax this season Yeah I think um, I, I think he's better As a 10 um, Than he is Rather than going out wide So as a 10 He's been up against Lawrence Until injury I thought was probably One of our best players This season And then Tillman Going into the middle Has done really well um, Overall Again, playing through the middle rather than out wide. So I think it's maybe competitions from places. Um, and with um, Tillman coming in, maybe just Gio preferred what he did um, in training. But I don't think he's. I don't think Lowry's is a fair crack at the whip. But I think, yeah, if we play them as a ten and gave him some game time, um, I think he would. Because you're thinking as well when you're talking about what we're going to spend in the summer and this winter and in the summer. I think the people at Lowry and even maybe someone like McCann, who can become better squad players, that could save us a good few million quid rather than have to go out getting more squad players I think we've already got players there good enough to do it Yeah because right at the end in fact Gordon of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst time when everything was piling up uh, on him it was another comment that I think some Rangers fans didn't really agree with or didn't like or were curious about when he was asked is Alex Lowry fit and he said oh he's fit he's, he's just not in the 20 man squad because there are other players that deserve to be there at which point lots of Rangers fans were saying, well, who deserves to be there at the moment? Because no one's really... You just wonder, again, where's the balance there? Yeah, he's the, <coughs> under uh, Van Bronckhurst, he was certainly down the mm. pecking order, Gordon. It may change, as I say. Might have been his fault, of course. I mean, we don't see what, what goes on Van behind Van Bronckhurst not give Flowery's chance, though. Bring him in the team, no? Well, yeah, towards the end of, of last season, you mean? Yeah, I thought. I, yeah. I, sorry, but, I thought but, Van Bronckhurst gave Lowry his debut. Am yeah, I wrong in saying um, that? I thought uh, day one in the building, Van Bronckhurst brought him into first team training, yeah, and I he was well, in the squad. Yeah, I think you think you might well be right. The day, first team debut is that Sterling game he January. Come on, so he's yeah, come on and scored or yeah. something early. Um, listen, the boys get talent. So, he, he, so your reading of that then is that something's changed. Well they obviously rated him. I'm pretty sure we heard that was day one. He brought him up with the first team, started to train with him, then get into the first team. And he's fell away. Now I've not seen enough of him to to judge him in the games that he's been playing. But if he was that good in a standout in training, he would be playing. Because so you admit, make a good I, point. I, I thought I thought he had played more for the first team. Actually, eight eight first team appearances. I thought it was more. Yeah, yeah but I think there's an opportunity now in the fact that um, I think uh, Michael Beale will be looking to. Promote one or two Because that's brilliant on your CV See if you can get Fans love it don't they The oh, idea Absolutely of And plus if, I, if you look at the other end of the scale That for instance Davis Getting on a bit Obviously Arfield getting on a little bit Kamara's form has been terrible He'll be looking to improve that So there may just be an opening Obviously Tom Lawrence is, uh, has had a long term injury Tillman has been you know, one week you think, oh, he's really on it now, and then the next week he's away back. So there's a lot of work to be done there, and I think there's a lot of opportunities. If you're an, an, a Lowry, for instance, thinking, right, okay, mm. if I show this manager day in, day out, I get an opportunity, it's up to me to grasp that. Thank you, James. What about Gavin and Stevenson? Gavin, what sort of moves would you be making if you were Michael Beale? I think as well as develop the young players coming through that's been mentioned there, we need to bring in some signings in January that's going to excite and give the fans a lift. 
that that's that's what's happened in the past, and that's what we we need. I think somebody like Billy Gilmer would be fantastic. It would be a big challenge to get him up the road, but somebody like that coming in that needs game time, and we need somebody in the middle of the park to give the fans a lift for going into next year. Mark, he's not had much game time at all at Brighton. Hmm. I think he is he likely to go on loan so quickly? Billy Gilmore, um, maybe. Listen, he's he's somebody with exceptional talent who wants to play. He's finding it difficult in England at the minute. He's got to find a home that he can play 30, 40, 50 games, you know, without long breaks in his career. He's at a stage now that he's he's at real crossroads and he's a terrific player. If there was some sort of miracle that Rangers could entice him up to Scotland, I think he would he, he would flourish up here. I think he, he's the type of player that may find it easy to take the ball in tight positions and, and play. However, uh, of course, with Billy Gilmore, the wage situation and what he would demand might be out of Rangers' reach. He's not a million miles off it at Brighton, Gordon. It's not mm. like he's sitting in the stand, but... You can't really spin it much more positively than that He's not really playing when he's coming on Even for a couple of I think he's come on four times in the Premier League You're talking 89th, 84th, 83rd I think 89th twice Um, I think the only game he started was that EFL Cup game Against uh, Arsenal Did play 90 minutes and and they did win I don't know, is he he far enough out of the picture there To already go out on loan When he's only just arrived in the summer? Yeah, I think so Yeah, Yeah, I really do, Gordon um, I, I, th- I think Mark made a great point Forget about Rangers Talk about Billy Gilmore He needs to get to a club where That You know Is going to give him the opportunity to play Basically week in week out If he's performing mm. Now he's not Nobody's guaranteed a game Nobody should be But At least give an opportunity to Go and play and show what you're all about His career For everyone saying how Talented a player he is It's not going forward you know, it's for me. It's stopped still just now. And he's twenty-one. He, yes, yeah. he's not. He's not exactly. So he needs a home, as Mark said, that I believes just, in I him. Suppose what I was, that, what I was asking though, Mark. You, you've done it all. You've you've been there, starting eleven. You've been on the bench. You'll have been in the stand. <laughs> if he's yeah. if he's on the bench, <laughs> I've done he, that in five weeks. If he's on the bench every week, <laughs> and he's that sort of, you know, maybe he's maybe one of the subs. Does that mean you're only one? You're only an injury or two away from being needed a lot more And I'm, I'm talking about the likelihood I'm not saying you'll be happy at coming on in the 89th minute oh, I'm talking uh, about that sort of pecking order of yeah, um, pro- I, I suppose if you were going to be You'd be coming on in games a lot earlier than he has been So I'm guessing that'll be in his mind I think he'll be a wee bit demoralised with how that switches went from And I think he'll left be, straight away, didn't he? He'll be desperate think, to play what, what makes you think that move would suit both parties, Gavin? Well, I think there was a lot of talk about Graham Potter and how he went there because of the style of play and, you know, possession-based football, expansive football and Michael Beale's got a great reputation as a young coach coming through and obviously has his Rangers links so, and Ty, so it could be an opportunity I know it would be tough but I think we need something like that in January uh, as well to give the fans a lift and it might suit all parties well, we'll see, Gavin. We'll see what the wish list looks like. Thank you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Perfect time to call. You could be up next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We are building up to games in the World Cup tonight, of course. 
as well uh, Some big ones And what teams not too far away Wales and England clashing at 7 o'clock uh, And in the same group Iran and USA Celtic fans You might be interested to know That Cameron Carter Vickers Gets his first start in the World Cup uh, In the centre of defence Um it's not ideal You want a bit more Of a vested interest But it's always good If you can't be there If Scotland can't be there You're looking out For your team's players Aren't you So mm. it was Juranovic The other night mm. And he was up against Alistair Johnson Who might sign for Celtic Well tonight It's Cameron Carter Vickers Aaron Moy Who was terrific Got to say for Australia Carter Vickers I think deserves it You know Looking at The US in the first game Especially Who is the USA Iran Iran, Iran. Yeah Yeah yeah, you've got to pronounce it properly <laughs> You've got to pronounce it properly yeah, Or you get You get busted But we're all hoping for a Wales win Have we not? No I'm I'm, I'm England <laughs> All, you're going all, to all we know, the way we I'm know. fed up of this nonsense yeah, We don't like it e- Ian Rush I had a lot of great there, memories in England So I'm going for England I've still got a house down there um, Give I'm, us a, a non-football related good memory To be fair I've got the keys <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm certainly going yeah, for I mean, it. Your name mm. might still be on the house, but would you be allowed into it? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I don't have the keys. Right, that's different, uh, then, isn't it? Yeah. Phil Foden starts. Are you a big fan of that? And well, all he's the a, talk he's down a, there this, he's this a week. city lad, isn't he? I'm always going for Mole Club. Oh, of course. Um, terrific talent. I'll be interested. I just think Wales haven't got the energy to keep up with England tonight. But it's been a poor World Cup, I've got to say. I've not enjoyed <laughs> it. Every night he's on. We'll find out in the near future when it kicks off. Let's bring in Alan in Cope Bridge. What's the priority for your new manager, Alan? What are the things he should be looking to address early on? I think um like to speak to obviously the Dazzler has many many contacts he has uh, in terms of a good goalkeeper for Rangers um, centre half uh, centre mid and centre forward um, the spine of the team as we keep talking about uh, as I've heard on the show many times we've got plenty of players um, round about um, left wing, right wing midfield, flooded uh, Tavernier never gets dropped. Barisic, uh, do we need somebody there? So I think that's what Michael Bale's um, modus operandi is going to be. What do you think, Gordon? How much is it about? <laughs> Definitely going forward, there'll be a goalkeeper mind. Of that, there's absolutely no doubt. Uh, McGregor come to the end of his contract. Um, and probably end his career. This will be his last season at Rangers, probably. Through the centre half situation, you look at there's a few injuries in there. You've got Golson, you've got Suter, you've got Davis, you've got Holanda, you've got, you know, King that's been playing. Um, so they seem to have numbers in the centre half position. Uh, middle of the park, is it an opportunity for a Lowry, some, a, a young kid to come through and show what he's all about, capable? Because obviously Davis and uh, Arfield and players like that are running down the clock. And then certainly I would be looking at the number nine berth. There's no doubt in that for me because Cholak will not play every single game. Morelis' fitness mm. is way below. It'll be interesting to see how he performs under Michael Beale this time. Uh, but I think going forward, centre forward is a must for me. I mean, in terms of the structure, Mark, this is the whole point of Ross Wilson's existence is to so that things are meant to be able to stay continuous. There's that element of continuity there. 
I do wonder though Still on top of that How much Michael Beale is thinking About Right let's fix things Right now Let's fix this season Let's try and close the gap To Celtic Who knows Maybe Michael Beale is ambitious And still thinks he can Pull back that That gap And, and win the league Or how much will Michael Beale Be involved in Maybe signing someone in January To prepare for the future You know Whether it is Alan McGregor Or whether it's um, Arfield or Davis You know Does, does that get done now? I think he's got to be I think he's got to have targets I'm sure Michael Beale would have had targets For QPR coming up to the next window Now obviously That may differ slightly But he'll still know Players down south That are maybe Going to be easier to get than others So I'm pretty sure he would have said to Ross Wilson Listen these are a list of players that I'm interested in If you can make that happen Then these will fit into my ideas For the coming Months, years, however long he's there It's up to Ross Wilson to then get it over the line There's no doubt the Rangers team needs refreshed And that comes down to Ross Wilson um, In a big way He he agreed to to keep on Alan McGregor and Steve Davis And our field And the Rangers team have become stagnant with, with those guys in it Even though they've been great servants to the club You could see it's taken a lot out the team In terms of energy And Ross Wilson is culpable in his, that respect. His recruitment's incredibly important now, Gordon. You're, you're, and plus the fact, you're not just talking about players coming in. He's got to identify players that's going to go. He, he likes to play with the system, the two number 10s, at play in behind the centre forward. You look then as Matondo, for instance, um, Sakala, players like that, um, Kent obviously running down his contract. So he's got to be looking in these areas to say, right, this is my style of football. This is the way I want to play. This is the formation I play. So their guys there are no good to me whatsoever. But he's got to give a bit of positivity to the Rangers fans. You look across the city, I keep comparing it. Postacoglu's already on the front foot, bringing players in. Celtic fans excited with the new signings, watching, you know, potentially in the World Cup. Rangers have got to do the same It's okay Michael Beale going in there and saying Well he'll change things and he'll get the team better And he'll be fitter and he'll enjoy training Rangers fans want to see things that are happening They want to hear about players coming in in January Who we're looking forward to This is the way he strengthens his team This is style of football that he's going to play So as I said earlier As much as I think a lot of Rangers fans are delighted to have Michael Beale in the building It's a massive job he's got ahead of him Just in terms of very small Clues at early stage Mark I think it's well known There's pictures, videos and whatnot Of Michael Beale's first training sessions There are some young players involved I was looking at the B team Because they play open goal Broomhill tonight In the, the Lowland League um, And Rangers are you know Without the likes of Alec Lowry And, and Lovelace and other, So there's, you know, there's a few of the kind of Main players in the B team That are not playing tonight Presumably because Michael Beale's keeping them closer yeah, Just now and yeah. having a look I think he'll want to have a look at them You know, first hand I think he's probably seen All he'd be able to see From those players already Playing in those games So he wants to see them First hand against His first team players uh, And see how they do I think he will see Those kind of players Involved And I think that's the right way to go I think players Young players who are hungry To succeed And get in the team Are always going to do better for you than players who are running down the clock Cheers Alan, nice to hear from you Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Right, come on, it's only Tuesday so let's see if we can get the listeners back on level terms Andy Halliday 
I've not had the pleasure of his company in a few weeks. He he's, got, he's got a new hairdo. We, really? we, we, no, no. we wondered how that would affect his performances. He's got a new. What did he get? Do he's number not one hair backing sides. Well, he, no, I mean he's he like, got a Turkish special. He got a new <laughs> Turkish special. There you go. Show that in boy. That's no, not fake. It's planted. real. It's his. It's just it's got a big sewing. Miracle grow on it. He's got um, two needles out the back of his head walking about. <laughs> so he was. Um, well, a watering can. He was a, he was a bit nervous <laughs> about release. his return, but he got over the line on the tie break. How much is that thing going to grow then? What oh. do you mean? That hair? Is that just. Oh, a bit of miracle growing it'll be is good it? as oh. yours. Like as thick as yours. Hang on, oh, I'm interested he, in He this. asked especially to stand under that big light last yeah. night. Honestly, he, he went out there, he needed a haircut. I tell you what, you could be doing making it there as well. <laughs> Seeing your ball punch. It's actually burnt mings. <laughs> 01419511025. If you want to beat the pundit, and it's quite easy on a Tuesday night, now is your chance to call. You have to call before seven, and let's see what you've got against these two. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here We've just kicked off in the 7 o'clock games in the World Cup this evening Still Wales nil, England nil. 3 minutes gone And similar time on the clock, Iran nil, USA nil. Both quite interesting fixtures Obviously plenty of players we're familiar with in the Wales-England game And you Celtic fans will be interested to note that Cameron Carter-Vickers uh, Is starting for the USA tonight as well His first World Cup start So we'll keep a close eye to see how he does Get your calls in Lots as you would expect On Michael Beale If you want to change that topic completely Throw us something else We are here for it So pick up the phone And let us know We'll do this first though Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Right come on Be the pundit time How's the form from you two? Remind me I nearly got a 10 uh, On Thursday So you did You got a 6 out of 6 in. Didn't you I won last Tuesday Yeah Okay let's find out Who's on the line It's Brendan and Irvin How's it going Brendan Gordon how are you Yeah not bad It says you're a Celtic fan Brendan Are you the type That watches the World Cup And sees Carter Vickers And plays close attention To see how your players Are doing Sorry, I'm not really. Pure signal here. Oh no, that's oh, not what we need. Brendan. That's not what we need on beat the pundit. Nothing worse than a, a poor signal. Look, you two are delighted. You think you're going to win by default, don't you? No, not at all. Pull in, Brendan. Oh, but no, but it's nothing Look worse. Look for a signal. Look for the bars. Asking the questions, then you ah, don't know if he's, he's blew it. He's big oh, oh, we could try Same again. Like he was you, on the move. You two are going to need to fill here. Let's see how good. Let's see how good you are. Well, let's see how your professional broadcasting skills hold up. As, as we go along here Well I tell you what Brendan obviously doesn't pay much attention To Carter Vickers Because he's obviously out and about Not watching it A bad signal Which is poor Good point That's when, a great point Some people get bad signal in the house though But he did sound no, like he was No he was out, he was out you, can have, you can hear he's out I don't know what he's doing Especially when Carter right, Vickers I think we've got him Just Let's ignore my small talk That'll just make <laughs> things worse I'm feeling I don't know what he's doing He was <laughs> going on to Brendan's day <laughs> Brendan's going to get slaughtered <laughs> Brendan are you ready for this Beat the pundit Aye, let's go Good man, I'll toss the coin Hedge will take on Mark Wilson And tails it will be Gordon Diels Let's see what we've got And it is heads it's yes. Mark Wilson Up yes. against Brendan and Irvin So it. we'll give Mark some Clyde too Make sure he can't hear us And get your questions ready Brendan, 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And you're fine to pass if you don't know, okay? Yep Right, let's go Which English side did Janino leave to join Celtic in 2004? Hello? 
this is a nightmare <laughs> This is a nightmare Right Get Brendan back on another time When he's in the house Let's stop getting guys on That are in the car if we can Mark Wilson I'm going to bring you back temporarily oh, Mark You get 10 out of 10 straight away And hung up He was unbelievable Asked the first question And he went Do you know what happened? Well hold on See if he comes back on You can't ask that question again Because Brendan's at it We'll get someone else on Ben Brendan Do you think he was at it? Do you think he was just quickly Away to Google Brendan didn't know that answer And he just Brendan didn't hear the question What was yeah, the question? Brendan would have known that That's an easy question to Tell kick me us get off. a top up The next Which time Which means if you on. get it wrong Your bottle will crash Mark It's mm-hmm. an easy one well, right? We've got, we've got a backup contestant Milo how's it going? All good mate Yourself? Good right I'm about to give Mark Wilson Some Clyde 2 And we'll put 30 seconds On the clock Are you ready? Pressure no straight on Let's go 30 seconds Your time starts now Which English side Did Janino leave To join Celtic in 2004? Matos Graff which Rangers player has been with the club longer, Ryan Jack or Scott Arfield? Ryan Jack. Who was the permanent Scotland manager before Craig Levine took over? Craig mm. Craig. Who was the last person to manage Motherwell who'd never played for the club? Oh. Oh. Pass. Which Scottish Premiership side would feature last if it was in alphabetical order? Oh. Stephen Humphreys is on loan at Hearts from which English side? Preston Okay let's bring Mark back oh, They're quite tough are they not? Oh. Are they? Are they tricky? They were good They were good He'll struggle They were good What does that mean? Hard, hard good. easy Hard good Hard good <laughs> Great communication <laughs> skills there That was brilliant um, Mark are you ready? I like that Same set of questions You ready? Let's go Which English side did Janino leave To join Celtic in 2004? Middlesbrough Which Rangers player has been with the club longer Ryan Jack or Scott Arfield uh, Jack Who was the permanent Scotland manager Before Craig Levine took over Ooh, Alex McLeish Who was the last person to manage Motherwell Who'd never played for the club uh, Graham Alexander Which Scottish Premiership side Would come last If it was in alphabetical order Oh Ross County <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Humphreys is on loan at Hearts From which English team Ooh, Liverpool Milo, what's the verdict? I don't like his close. Janino oh. came from Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough, yeah. It was quite easy one, wasn't it? Ryan Jack has been there longer. You both got that. So we're level. He he's been good game he, he was June twenty seventeen, Arfield May twenty eighteen. I must admit. Surely who gave you your Scotland cap? Craig Levine. Right. Who was the manager before that? I thought it was Alex McLeish, but because you're asking me the question again Obviously not Obviously not so, But do you not even remember Water thinking Smith. Why is this guy oh, you're, no, uh, Why is this guy not was calling that a foreigner? me Was uh, Thingy Were you never close? George Burley George Burley Burley Aye. George Burley I mean if Levine called you up Were you never close before that? I should have been Thanks for bringing it up We can do a full show on that if you want Well <laughs> and, um, okay. well, I still pay- feel quite aggrieved you've, about it You've paid close attention to the One era note. Uh, wow. No it's not It's a good save From the Wales goalkeeper fo- false Come on I'm, This is good This is a good game it was so, Did he get it? Milo no, get it? No he didn't So it's still 2-0 Who was the last person To play for Motherwell Who'd never uh, Last person to manage Motherwell Who'd never played for the club It is Graham Alexander oh! Milo He goes That's Milo Great shout Milo you're going to Kick yourself here Which Scottish Premiership side Would feature last If it was in alphabetical order It's certainly not Ross County but it's not St Johnston either It's St Mirren Milo oh, Unlucky Milo Which mm. means it's all coming down to this Milo needs it to equalise Which English Ma- side Has Stephen Humphreys on loan from? Um, is it 
Liverpool. No, it's Wigan. <laughs> I say Liverpool. Which means Mark Wilson <laughs> wins it. Mark Wilson wins it by three. Liverpool still my head. By three to two. Hard lines, yes. Milo. No worries. Well done, Mark. Cheers, That's Milo. Good, man. I feel Milo came on and an- answered the call of duty, went straight yeah, on. He did. And that was a good game. Lost out. That was a good game up until he got two and then. Yeah, you, you, just, you only that. got three for what it's worth. So, <laughs> do you know? I must admit, I would have only had two there. I went Stephen Robinson. I forgot about Alexander. I would love to have heard who you think is last in alphabetical order. Oh, do you Premier know who my Scotland manager was? Who? Bertie Volks. <sighs> no, mm. you're a few. You're a few out on that one. Was it? I would have um, probably went Ross County as well. Even, why would you admit that even I know, that you know the attendance <laughs> 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 it's a bit honesty in the show know, but I think it's just so neatly nobody even asked you about that and you've uh, I, thought, I thought St Mirren was very difficult that's a guess for anyone it's, it's people know really the alphabet think, uh, no think about it under pressure 30 mm. seconds it's near the last question you're just going to go with anything <laughs> Aberdeen I'd have went I love that he's moaning about the questions Even though you weren't the point speaking, <laughs> It's like having a go at Speaking of you two horrible quizzers have you, If you're listening Check out our latest video Either at Clyde SSB on Twitter Instagram, TikTok, the lot It's there It's me, these two I think Marvin Bartley, Roger Hanna The likes having a go at the latest edition Of the Emoji Game Where producer Callum And his production pals uh, place some Production pals <laughs> Place some um, <laughs> you know, The worst you, group in the world Do you know what's worse about this He's pointing at himself Saying it's just me Is it just you Did you film it's it No There was somebody else Holding the camera So give people some credit Where it's due will you um, It's you, it's us trying to come up with Footballers names As Spelled out by emojis Difficult. You're hopeless at it No I, I'm not It's that, a World Cup special as well I, I don't like World Cup But Do you know what makes it worse We days Right, he's standing the there guy. Aye, with a hat and the glasses And he, he, he tries to give you the most stupidest look I've ever seen you in my life You know that's not his name, you know that, yeah Who Des? I think it's name, his name's Shane it's not, But it's he not started calling him Des because he's from New Zealand oh, And exactly. he's got the accent and he was Shane's calling him Des oh, right, okay. Shane was calling him Des, alright Des So anyway. <laughs> he started calling him Here's a little, uh, a little clip of what you can expect what you've done here, you've captured Gordon DL. It's an emoji. That looks like Gordon DL's nose in the first one. Big nose emoji, Gordon DL. His nose is so big he can smell a Sunday dinner on a Thursday. Who's that? Is that you? That was, that was me. That was not me at all. Big white you, teeth. You can't escape that. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> Who was that? It sounds like you're getting it. Just out of curiosity, did he just try and criticise someone for having white teeth? <laughs> that, that, that's a new one, I yeah. must admit. That's like that's like criticising someone for having, yeah. like, the the, the, the right the right things in place. That, that's not your uh, that's not your that's not your best. You you've a, that's that's a low moment from you. Your mic's off. I'm going to shout. Was the first one that happened? I think it was Roger Hanna. Imagine yeah. him slaughtering it, slaughtering him uh. with that head. Yeah, full doggy in a wasp. Give a shit. You can't think of Roger. Do you know what I've noticed? Though? All the things it oh, goes when you get Roger. The things that he's bad at: geography. Yeah. And then slagging people. I know. I know. I mean, but I don't like slagging things. people. I'm, I'm very nice to people. Great at it. Anyway, but what's the problem with Roger's head? What? He's a big bulldog, isn't he? Every time, Gordon, when he talks, every time Gordon lost. tries to slag someone, it reminds me of um, the infamous Charlie Nicholas, Jeff Stelling. You should have put your glasses on. It's always got that vibe. It's always got that feel. Where I don't think he knows what he's going to say next. Yeah. So no one else. Knows. So I think I've, 
Um, anyway, <laughs> get your calls in 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Um, what are you making of these World Cup games so far? Anything doing in them, Mark Wilson? Uh, well, no, England had a good chance when Dad falsely broadcast it was 1 0. Sterling should have scored. Uh, was it Sterling? No, Rashford should Rashford. have scored. Um, uh, there's nothing much in it really I'm not really watching the other one Because it's behind me Gordon So you'll be able to I'm keeping an eye on that one yeah. I'm on Cameron Carter Vickers watch uh, You Celtic fans can get in touch And let us know uh, What you're making of his performance Or anything else That you're taking away From the World Cup I always used to like Watching the World Cup And just randomly Plucking guys out of nowhere And thinking that your team Should <laughs> sign them Mark I mean don't get me wrong Aye. As a Motherwell fan You're not signing too many Who've been at the World Cup <laughs> I was going to say It must have been short um, supply for you But that was a good thing About the summer World Cups Because you had this big window After that And you're like Oh I wonder if my yeah, team still can... the January window Around the corner Yeah I suppose I mean but... when Chad Uri Was lighting <laughs> up the World Cup Did you ever envisage He would come and You know take your place That's a wobble It's a wobble Just, just curious That's a wobble well, I've seen him off I sent him back Then I pack into Mm. Was it Germany actually I think he got a better move Than <laughs> Than Bristol Well Bristol I there, um, there is a serious part to it, I suppose though Gordon If you're a Celtic fan If you're Ange Postacoglu There's a couple of ways You look at it Ange Postacoglu um, Cameron Carter Vickers Presumably Can become a better player From performing on, on a World Cup stage And If you want to Look at it from a cynical Business point of view If he has a good World Cup Or even no, I'm not saying it all on one good performance But you never know It could add a little bit to the price tag Should the day come where you want to move them on That It's the, it's the ultimate shop window isn't it? Yeah 100% uh, No bigger stage in the World Cup Getting an opportunity um, You know if he does produce the goods Gordon Of course your your stock rises That's what happens uh, We've seen it before um, Carter Vickers is having a terrific time at Celtic He's a very, very good centre-half And uh, I'm like Mark, obviously you can see behind well, I don't know how he's doing tonight But I'm delighted the boy's got a, a shot tonight Because he's certainly, in club form, he deserves it And uh, as I say, no bigger stage in the World Cup to perform It's always something you felt, Mark When players in the dressing room were away at a major tournament Now every time it came around We'd be sort of feeling sorry for ourselves And arguing about where it's gone wrong was there an excitement there on behalf of your teammates, or you know, when they came back, did you sense that they were better for the I, experience? I, I, listen, just asking them about the experience, I was always intrigued what it was actually like to take in the full, you know, camp that they're in and how isolated they are and what they get up to, you know, in their spare time because it's, it's a unique experience. But I always felt that they came back with a bit of buzz about them because it is such a great stage. Even teams that were put out early doors, they still get back with a buzz of playing at a major tournament. And it's great to pit yourself against the best players in the world Because you're at a World Cup Doesn't mean you're a world beater But you get to play against some of the best I know who that, that was aimed at You hear that? He's got, have you ever noticed this before? <laughs> he's got a real bee in his bonnet about Edson Braffide I've noticed this well, Because he played, in a, he played in a World Cup final Let me reword that Playing in a World Cup final <laughs> does not make you a world beater But you're playing against some of the best I still can not believe it What was up with him? Well, it just wasn't a nice person he's Was just, he not? No It's just So it was not ability It was just nice person He had a decent ability But you know when he, said he came, See when he came He just kept trying To not make people in training You know not taking that serious And, and from, uh, from right Was he a left back? Left back right? Every time he got the boy He would roll his studs over it <laughs> And like tie that. somebody in And try and not make him And he just kept losing the ball and then he would moan that he wasn't getting played oh, Anyway Don't get me started Nathan. He's your type of player isn't he? Yeah I like him No do you know who's your type of player? If there's only two players on the planet 
Cristiano Ronaldo oh, and you that, you would yeah. have claimed that last night 100% you would have run off oh yeah I would have claimed that all day I've, I've actually done that in my career I claimed one or two that probably wasn't absolutely uh, listen there's no harm in that there's no disgrace it's in that it's a bit weird though no, I mean, if not. you don't touch it, you don't touch it. No, he knows he didn't touch you're it. You're near it. You're a person. There is no the harm problem. in that. Absolutely not. The guy you're every, supposed to go. Every striker. Is it Fernandez that put it in? So he's he's thinking I've. But put if you had made that run, if you had made that jump, if you didn't look like you were going to just have a flick on that, the goalkeeper would have probably got it. The shameful thing is, and his day you totally get away with it because now no you've got 4K Ultra mm. HD TVs, and now apparently Adidas have piped up and said they can tell that he'd, I, I was unaware that <laughs> that was a thing. What gave away was his celebration. But with you he didn't do the Ronaldo in celebration. In your day, we're talking black and white TV, might or Delta. Yeah. So you, you would just barely say that you touched it. Oh, no yeah, run away, away with the arm that, up in the air. Nose, that nose would have touched it. Oh, I'd have yeah. burst in it if I'd have hurt it in my nose. But I wonder if Steve Nike sponsored the tournament. I wonder if they would have come out as quickly as Adidas did and said, no, they didn't. Yeah, Ronaldo because they're Ronaldo's touch touch man. Aye. Very cynical. Someone mm. actually sent me a clip of you missing a sitter or something. Me? Yeah, I'll need Not to dig at out. all. I've out never missed there. a sitter. Where was it? Mm. Yeah, I'll dig it out later. Anyway, 01419511025. Get your calls in. Uh, what is on your mind uh, tonight? Going to look back on some of the highlights from that Scottish Cup draw last night. What did you make of that? I know Celtic fans, it's a home tie against Morton. Maybe you've, and it, by the way, Dougie Emery's the manager. That'll bring back bad memories. I remember working there that night. I think that was the League Cup, wasn't it? Uh, Rangers fans, it's. Can it be called boring at this stage? It's another Premiership team that you play. In fact, you just lost, um, sorry, dropped points there not so long ago. Um, no, you did lose in Perth. Lose, I'm getting yeah. my Saints mixed up. Um, some of the highlights for the lower league clubs. Anyone out there want to get their thoughts in, please do. But before we take any more calls, I just want to run this past you uh, because very important stuff this time of year. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. It's J&D Pierce. Structural steelwork specialists Proud to support the local community To absolutely everyone Apart from Gordon DL Because he's the ultimate Scrooge It is definitely that season That was Christmas tree shopping At the weekend Oh, nice Wee ones are we out Seeing some Christmas lights tonight You know, it's that Everybody's starting yeah. to get into that yeah. uh, That sort of feel-good factor But the harsh reality To bring that all crashing back down Is for a lot of people This time of year It's actually just an added stress and there's not that excitement because they live the rest of the year close to or across that poverty line. And this time of year just makes it even harder. And we know that it's winter, we've got the cost of living crisis, it's making things difficult for everyone, never mind those people who are already struggling. So we're just trying to make a little bit of a difference this year, but we need your help. Now, we're asking you to do whatever you can for Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. And just to give you a bit of an insight into the types of things we're talking about, the types of places that your money goes, uh, let's hear from Don Middleton. Now, Don's from the Motherwell Football Club Community Trust. They help to keep children active over the holidays. They make sure that they're getting food every day that they actually wouldn't at home uh, because they're not at school. Uh, so here, Don's just going to tell us a little bit about the work they do in the local community. Stigma is very important to us, so we don't want parents bringing children to a food club. It's very important they're coming to a holiday club or to a football club, and if they can have six hours of football with a free lunch included, it takes all the pressure off the parents. A lot of this, what we're seeing is in-work poverty, so it's parents who are doing their best, but they just can't make ends meet. 
Loads of good charities out there I get that But the thing about Cash for Kids We are talking right here on our doorsteps Like you're hearing from Don At Motherwell Football Club Community Trust It's right on Gordon DL's doorstep It used to be right on my doorstep These are children right here in our communities That need your help this Christmas if you can So if you go to Clyde1.com forward slash mission You'll find out all the details That's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas With J&D Pierce Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141-951-1025 if you want to join in And please do If you're interested in the World Cup It's currently Wales nil, England nil, And the same scoreline between Iran and the USA About 26 Minutes gone in those matches Now we're about to look back on some of the highlights From the Scottish Cup draw last night If you have any thoughts please share them with us Uh, I've got a quick teaser for you What I'm going to do is I'll set it up I'll give you some thinking time And you can get back to me with your answers Tonight's teaser for you two is this There are 11 players that have scored 100% of the penalties they've taken In the Scottish Premiership this season Who are they? 11 players have scored 100% of the penalties they've taken In the Scottish Premiership this season Season I will leave that with you What was your favourite tie Drawn out in the Scottish Cup draw last night? Well uh, you've, you've got to look at the Edinburgh Derby as a big massive tie mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what We tripped our bro for you Motherwell up there Yeah Yeah difficult We, we, I, we should uh, send him to that should, Producer Callum yeah. I'm got, I'm got to January say, sent him to Gayfield For the, the Motherwell game He'll yeah, cover it for it. us And I've got to say Very interesting In the Darville Because I know Ayrshire football very well Aberdeen Oh absolutely That's And Mark With your Dundee United Yeah Sterling, Sterling Uni Who you tipped at the I weekend did. Yeah I did So they get their rewards You know get a Premiership oh, side Great for them Yeah I'm looking forward to it Yeah I think Gordon's right He's teed us up nicely uh, Darville against Aberdeen And we're joined on the line By Darville manager Mick Kennedy Mick how did you feel When that draw came out last night? Uh, I think Obviously part of the draw Taking place We've heard that A tie that we've probably been Like one of the favourites Maybe try and win it But if you're not going to get that Then obviously you want to Attract one of the biggest clubs in the country, and I think outside probably will come Aberdeen fit that sort of remit. So it's a fantastic draw for the club, yeah, a fantastic occasion for the community when it comes around as well. Yeah, I mean, you look at what you've had to do to get there. You've gone to you know higher league opposition in Montrose, beat them really well, five two over the weekend. What's the the secret been to the cup run so far? I think also the pyramid system Certainly the level between League 1, League 2 And maybe Tier 5 and Tier 6 The gap's not as big as probably people would expect So I think when these ties come round Then there's usually a, a, an upset or two every year So I don't think there's much a surprise I think obviously going to, go, Playing away from home up in Intros They're obviously doing really well in League 1 this year uh, I'm not sure how many people expect to go up there and win so comfortably So it was a fantastic performance uh, And a, a great result as well so I, it was it was fully deserved. What can a tie like Aberdeen do for the club? I guess financially, the the players, the chance to play on that that stage, and, and I guess you as a manager as well, it must have a lot of benefits to. It. Massive. First, first and foremost, for the community. I think when we'd set out in the journey a couple of years ago to, to try and progress with the pyramid, then. Part of that process at some point you want to try and attract some of the top clubs to the ground and obviously that, that the Scottish Cup allows us to do that. That's probably one of the most one of the romantic parts of the competition that these things occur out every season where it's clubs far down the pyramid who, who get to play against one of the top clubs. So that's part of the attraction of the Scottish Cup. 
uh, for the players it's exciting for something to look forward to some of the guys have played in the SPL at some point in their career as well which is which is a benefit to us and from our perspective listen you, you, you want to try and challenge yourself as high as possible as you can and I'm sure they don't come much higher than this I mean, I know, well, I know, and I know a lot of our listeners will. But for those who don't, you've obviously you have invested heavily in the the stadium and the surroundings, the changing rooms. You sort of went viral on social media a couple of years ago. Looks like a terrific setup. The pitch has, has then you know followed since then, uh, so it maybe doesn't carry that same um, sort of. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, when, when teams from a higher level get drawn and they're going to really, really tough places, maybe you've actually created quite a, a nice playing environment. Was that always part of the idea that you could, um, you know, host these occasions? Sometimes we see teams down the pyramid or whatever when they get a big team, they move it and then they, they play the game somewhere else. But I take it that's not in the thinking. No, I, I think obviously the, when we made the decision to try and progress through the pyramids, wanted to invest in one infrastructure. Well, I was to try and attract and retain quality players, so that was primarily the thing behind that. Obviously, the changing rooms are, if anybody's seen them, they're up there with some of the best in the country, including the SPL and that. Uh, fantastic arena for the guys to, to, to be changing that. And the playing surface, again, is probably up there with any club out with the top six in SPL. Obviously, all grassroots look after, for this, look after some of the biggest clubs' parts in the country. So, in terms of the actual playing surface environment, I don't think that Aberdeen will find it that particularly difficult. Maybe maybe some other grounds further than the pyramid might be a difficult surface, but our surface is certainly a very high standard. Uh, and there was never a, a thought process to move. We obviously, from a commercial perspective, we'd have made significant more funds if we maybe moved to Cromarnock or something like a local ground. But I think everybody made the decision quite early on that they wanted to try and bring the game to, to, to the town and, and, and play at home because uh, that, that's about a lot of the hard work went in over the last few years to try and build the club and progress it so when these occasions come round it's only fair that everybody gets a award for that How much belief I mean look I know it's a bit away you've got big league games to take care of in fact you're doing very well and on top of that um, Premier Division in the West of Scotland League as well do, do you just are you the type of manager Mike, you're going to have to set out with the belief that you can beat Aberdeen all the outsiders I'm sure will Acknowledge the the supposed gulf, but are you honestly going to go at it and, and try and instil that belief that you can cause what would be one of the all time upsets? Of course, uh huh. Been up to me on Saturday, full belief that we got one in the game. I think anybody watched it. We normally did we score five goals. We dominated last parts of possession. I think it was sixty odd percent possession. We're a sort of possession based side. We're trying quite progressive, trying to develop ball to the back continuously. That will not change on the day. When we play Aberdeen, we'll, we'll be fairly attacking. We'll try and go win the game. Listen, there's absolutely there'll be a massive gulf and certainly the experience and, and, and quality to the game all the level. Some of the guys who played it will certainly go into the confidence. I will try and instill as much belief in the guys that we can go and win the game. There's, there's, we certainly won't sit in uh, intentionally anyway. The game might progress that way in terms of how Aberdeen approach it. How, uh, maybe they turns into the end of it. Uh, Dominating the game, we'll certainly go and try and be progressive, try and dominate possession, and we'll give it a, a proper go. Uh, I, I, I certainly that will certainly be our sort of approach to the game. Brilliant. All the best, Mick. Thanks for taking the time. No worries, guys. Take care. Have a nice evening. Good man, Andrew. That was Mick Kennedy, Darvel manager. As Mick says, gone. You mm. sit out on that Scottish Cup, and you know it's a sort of it's a new feeling. This uh, never been in the Scottish Cup. Um, no real Scottish in the, the senior Scottish Cup, no history in the competition, and already you're through to this stage and taking on Aberdeen, it, your home patch. It's incredible. By the way, I'll tell you what the result in the weekend was excellent because they were away from home against them in Trolls team that are a decent side. Uh, the thing will go against them. 
and I hate to say this, their setup's absolutely brilliant. Their dressing rooms and everything. You know, they've put so much work and effort and commitment into getting it right. Um, Aberdeen will go down there. It's not like um, the days that you, you, as a big team, you turn up and the manager's thinking, you know, we're going into shabby dressing rooms, the pitch has got to be terrible, the surroundings are going to be terrible. Aberdeen, Aberdeen will be okay down there, but uh, it'll be a difficult game. Jim Goodwin will have his players well warned that they'll need to be at it. I think it was a brilliant cup draw, Mark. Sort of just overall, just from a snapshot, you know, everybody's got their own personal feelings, but we've got some massive ties in there. An Edinburgh derby, for yeah. instance. You've got then a couple of Premiership ties, so you know that the draw can then open up because teams are going to drop out. You look at, at Rangers, obviously. Going to Perth to take on St Johnson It's a chance for high-flying Morton To cause what would be an incredible upset And then you've got that Your Darvel home to Aberdeen Sterling Uni getting to go to, to Dundee United It had a bit of everything, didn't it? Brilliant um, Especially for Darvel and Sterling Uni You know, you want to draw one of the big guns Because Like not bursting drum chapels Bubble here But oh, you can go to no. Elgin And get easily put out Maybe not be televised There's maybe not that interest That you thought you were going to get So for Darvel and Sterling Uni They've got a, a shot at the big boys I think for the Darvel players Especially Who have Like Mick says there Who have had experience Of playing the top league It's a good shot for them They think You know I, I've still got a bit left in my legs here I can still compete with these guys And it will be interesting Daz is right Jim Goodwin will probably look at it And say it well we could have had much worse draws than than Darvel away because the surface and the condition of the club's so good. Um, he could have had a Premiership tie in there. So I think it suits both clubs, if I'm honest. I think Darvel will get their, their kind of shot at glory in the big time against Aberdeen, but I think Aberdeen will be fine going there. Uh, for Rangers and Celtic, Gordon, <clears throat> Michael Beale, we're talking about him a lot tonight. He probably... Wouldn't have picked that draw if if he had the choice. I'm not sure a trip to St Johnson, uh, somewhere that you've just lost. It's another Premiership opponent. It's away from home. I'm not sure it's the one he would have chosen. Not at all. Um, first and foremost, when you're in the cup, you look for a home draw. Doesn't matter who you are. Celtic achieved that against Morton. As much as Morton are doing absolutely brilliant in the Championship. Uh, oh, it's a it's a payday for them. It'll be a, a difficult game, but they'll go there and, and they'll enjoy the experience and put up a good show. Um, but Rangers, I think that's one that they certainly it wasn't one they fancied. Let me tell you, I still think they'll go and win the mm -hmm. game. I know that um, not that long ago that they, they lost two one, but they dominated the game early. Beals in now will probably change one or two things. So I think they'll have too much for them, but it's not the tie you really want. Um, and Mark, I don't know if you remember the night I remember working at it It was an incredible night of football When Doogie Emery scored the penalty for Morton To knock Celtic out the cup at Celtic Park I think Virgil van Dijk might even have been playing for Celtic mm. I wonder if he still remembers it um, <laughs> And Celtic Pressed and pressed and pressed The corner count was through the roof Couldn't score um, This, I'm not sure that has any bearing On a on this one But just as a, a reminder I'm sure it's what Dougie Emery will be trying To replicate in those Morton players It's good having a manager Who's been there and done it And said Well look I came here And I sat in the dressing room And thought Every bit unlikely That we could cause an upset But it happened Like football That's why we love football Because anything can happen Sometimes The extraordinary takes place It would take something Out of this world For it to repeat itself Especially with the way This Celtic team's playing 
especially how ruthless Ange Postecoglou is in his pursuit for success at the club. Um, but again, Daz says it right for Morton, who are going great in the league just now. It's just a wee reward for them going to a, play a Celtic team who've faced Real Madrid in the Champions League and. We've got players involved at World Cup level These guys are getting to rub shoulders with them Fantastic tie Yeah, Van Dyke did play incidentally alongside Effie Ambrose Oh, who will be playing? Who is now Aye. in Morton So there we are yeah, So fantastic Scottish Cup draw to look back on You'll find a lot of the details um, I'm sure on our uh, website, social media channels We are at 38, 39 minutes And the USA have just taken the lead Right then on that specific second Where I was about to say that they were both uh, goalless Iran nil USA one thirty eight minutes gone I certainly don't think it was Cameron Carter Vickers Celtic fans But the USA have taken the lead nevertheless And in the other game It's Wales nil England nil England Oh I thought they'd also Oof. taken the lead um, But Marcus Rashford's overhead kick goes wide You'll just get another look at this USA goal uh, Hopefully Not going to be ruled out It definitely looks onside Header back across Bundled ah, in yeah, by Pulisic goal. Great uh, goal Who takes a sore one uh, So USA him. leading there uh, Gordon England absolutely Dominating possession But as you would expect I wonder if they'll now be getting A little bit A bit more frustrated now 39 minutes They've not come As close to scoring As they would have liked Maybe a little bit anxious Gordon um, You know it gets to half time Then obviously Wales game plan Is just basically Stay in this game And at nil nil, They're certainly still in the game But they've offered Nothing going forward and There's no real danger of England There's not a huge danger of England going out Is there so You lose before or something Yeah um, Anyway Let's Take a look at that teaser That I set you earlier on I've given you I've done it in a bit of a A different format I've given you lots of thinking time I'm looking for The 11 players that have scored 100% Of the penalties they've taken In the Scottish Premiership this season So you're going to have to cast your minds Far and wide here You're going to have to Think about all the clubs And of course it might be One penalty kick Taking one scored one Yeah mm-hmm. Might be Right we'll start off Sh- Shankland at Harden must be one Yeah and he's taken a couple I think Actually Yeah, yeah. Well done Mark. Kankola Ross County Oh hold on a minute He's pulling out oh, All I tell you the what. big shows We could have been here Until the next World Cup And Gordon DL Was no. not giving me Kankola From <laughs> Ross County I'll yeah. tell you what Give me to 5 to I'll still not give you <laughs> Majofsky at Aberdeen Has he scored them all He's taken Thank a few no, he missed and got a retake. Oh, oh so missed. he did. Did he? He's missed. Oh, oh uh, right. right okay. four out of four. By what about what? Juranovic? No. Lafferty? Nope. Cholak? I think he scored one, is he? I don't think he's taken. Oh, Tavernier, shit. then? Nope. No. Tavernier missed, missed one, is he? Um, Boyle? You all started very well. Yes, Martin Boyle. So Abada? Sh- no. Shankland, Boyle and Cancola. Is that Halliday taking any? No, don't let him nail him. Shanklin's Shanklin's four from four. Four from four. Well, I tell you what, this isn't. Kyogo taking one. Nope. It's quite difficult. This eh? is as according to transfer market. Blame them if it's wrong. Uh, and it was a uh, Davy and Hillington that sent it in. Thanks to Davy full time at Clyde on the email. O'Hara. Any of your Motherwell players? Maybe. Can't Veen's not. No, he missed no. one, didn't he? Spell. Hmm. Mm. Molt Louis Molt Take He took him. a penalty Took one Yeah he scored it At Tynecastle Did he? Yes 
Got that. Ah, well done. All right, we'll get the rest of the answers. I'll update you in the World Cup and we'll take more calls if you want to get in touch next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. On the home straight, then Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. It's goalless between Wales and England. Five minutes added on at the end of the first half. We've played about a minute or so of those five. Iran nil USA one. USA good for their lead Also five minutes added on there uh, We're going to speak to Brian on the line But quickly how are you two doing with this teaser uh, Over the break You should know the drill with the full time teaser by now It's pretty simple You send the questions in to us And we try and catch the pundits out And prove that your knowledge is better than theirs ultimately So uh, thanks to this one being sent in tonight Can you name 11 players who've taken and uh, Who've got 100% penalty record In the Scottish Premiership this season So they might have only taken one and scored one Or they might have taken four And scored four Like mm. Lauren Shankland You've got Cancola Of Ross County Martin Boyle Of Hibs Louis Moult Of Motherwell A couple of Dundee United ones mm. We've got Stephen Fletcher yes. We think Scored one against Celtic Jamie he? McGrath Oh what a record he had At St Mirren Brilliant Remember money. Yep he's carried it on Okay Is Nicky Clark one That's six No, no. Uh, Aberdeen Duke The Duke Ooh, scored the Duke, Yes he has Well done Yep Many's that Three That's to go One two three Four to get Four mm-hmm. Yep I'm sure they said Four 11 to get I will give you a little clue There are no Celtic players On this list mm-hmm. uh, just, so so just so you don't Waste your time There is a Kilmarnock player on Mackenzie No mm. That's it um, mm. Armstrong Wide player Absolutely Daniel Armstrong Well done <laughs> He's having a great season Isn't he Okay yeah. a couple more to get Let's bring in Brian Who's a Rangers fan Let's finish as we started Brian we were asking you know what? What should Michael Bill do? What changes should he make? How should he mix things up? What suggestions have you got for us? We've got a couple of suggestions. The first thing he's got to do is strip Tavernier of the captaincy. He's not a captain in my eyes, and he's he's formed has had a big dip. So I would I would give the captaincy to Big John Lundstrom or wait till a centre half comes back like it's a big golden. It does the day, Tavernier does the day enough shouting for me. Uh, does the day enough. Uh, egging the team on He's Like a quiet Too quiet for my liking uh, but, uh, Do you think uh, there's any chance Michael Beale Agrees with that though Brian Given that You know he, he was He was the captain When Michael Beale was there previously Won the league You know Putting some good performances It's your opinion Which is, is great And I'm glad you shared it um, But do you think Michael Beale would agree? Well, it wasn't him that made him the captain. It was Gerald that made him the captain. So Michael Bielstrom is a new man, and he's got to make his standpoint, and that would be a big standpoint in the team, and to let everybody can there's no na- hiding place. Well, it would be a big statement, that's for sure. Uh, uh, look, Brian's entitled to his opinion. I do not think that will happen. Do you I, think it should? Um, no, just because it's just to just to distinguish. Between no, because <laughs> Tavernier last season was absolutely brilliant. Not one. A person come on here and complain about him being the captain. And Ach, we've always had that, haven't we? When it goes but wrong, when it we, goes wrong, we always get sort yeah. of never a captain. <clears throat> so, look, I I think Bill will go with Tavernier as his captain. Um, yeah, there'll be Ranger supporters out there looking at you know guys like Lundstrom and people up. But if you look at Lundstrom's form this year, it's been very poor as well. Um, it's not been the greatest. But I do not think that Beal will make that decision. I think he'll keep Tavernier as captain. He's been there a long while, Tavernier. Um, he'll use him to bring the dressing room together as well. 
So maybe uh, Brian doesn't see him shouting and bawling and uh, egging players on the pitch, but you don't know what he's doing in the dressing room, training day in, day out, you know, just around about the place and organising things as well, uh, day-to-day basis, Gordon. So there's more a captaincy than just the match day. It'd be a big call if he has to come in and one of the first things he does is take the captaincy off one player and shifts it to another. Now, Aston Villa, Stephen Gerrard, of course, did that and he came in for criticism mm-hmm. and you wonder if it just rocked the dressing room a wee bit. Uh, I'm sure other managers would have done it. I wish we hadn't line. started this debate so late in the show because I'm curious. I wonder if what examples there are out there of it working. Yeah. I'm not saying it. I don't. I'm not sure either. There way. might be. Yeah, there I'm not too sure. Um, but the one thing you say it's it's a huge decision because you are rotting it's a massive the ball, statement, isn't it? And it may not be the first thing that you would actually go to. You know, there's an awful lot of problems at Rangers. Never mind who wears the armband. Uh, more the performance levels, the style of play, the transfer situation. You could probably get the armband to any one yeah. of them. I don't know what difference it yeah. would really make. What what difference would it make, Brian? That's Mark's question. Well, I can't be any worse. Uh, but as I just uh, make a statement to, for everybody to see that he's not a, a player's man. He's, he's in there to do a job and he's in there to make Rangers better, make, make them more attractive, make them play more exciting football. Uh, so I just, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I've been against having here. But see, if you watch a, if you watch a game, he never, he's never a right back. He's on the left wing. He's on centre for it. He's a, that's three, that's not a right back to me. He's out, always out of position. When, if they lose the ball Phil Stavenier Chasing back Because he's not In the right back position Yeah I mean a lot of this uh, USA have just scored again By the way uh, oh, Flags up Was it Timothy mm, Weah as well yeah. Was it Former Celtic player Looking to get his second Of the competition Flag goes up It will be checked I'm sure But um, you'd imagine They've got that one right uh, Gordon Again look Any suggestions A good one at this point I asked for it I wanted to know anything mm. That the Rangers Fans thought they should do I'm just interested in Brian When we asked him what, You know why what difference is it going to make? He said, well, it can't be any worse. Yeah. Which seems like it's a pretty low bar to make such a big decision on then, isn't it? If yeah. you're going to make a decision of that size, it needs to have a proper material yeah. positive impact. And there needs to be a um, a real reason behind it as well, Gordon. Um, I don't think it'll happen, personally. I don't think that's what Michael Beale's looking at just now. I think he's looking at the overall squad going forward as a team and the attractive football. Is it even less likely... <laughs> Because it's Michael mm. Beale It's not just any new Rangers manager I take Brian's point Stephen Gerrard made him captain Michael Beale didn't But if I was a betting man If I had one pound for cash for kids Please gamble responsibly I would bet that Michael Beale Doesn't think James Tavernier's a bad captain mm. that, that would just be Yeah it will be, be someone in the dressing room That Michael Beale are looking towards To help him there's no doubt in that. So you ain't going to go onside and strip him with the captaincy right away. I think that causes you problems that you certainly don't need. Maybe further down the line, yes, he can, he can address that situation. Right now, that's a problem he doesn't need. Tavernier's onside. He knows about, he's come out and spoke about Michael Beale, about how good the coach and everything is. So I do not see that happening, Gordon. That won't happen. Thanks, O'Brien. Appreciate the suggestion. It's got us talking. It's got us arguing. Thank you again. Uh, for calling I think that'll probably uh, Be the last call Of the evening Did that goal Not stand For USA Didn't stand And it was Very tight very they, didn't, they didn't show the lines Or anything what? like that After that I know 
No uh, way uh, yeah. Oh that does not tend uh, to go down well <laughs> In this part <laughs> of the footballing world shield. Yeah. It's the World Cup And they're not showing the yeah, lines For goodness sake What a finish it was as well I thought, we, I thought it was only us That did that sort of thing that. I can make sure eventually I'm being cynical Been hanging out with Hugh Keevans too long uh, Right what more have you got on this teaser Looking for a couple more uh, players who have got 100% penalty records in the Premiership this season Fletcher, Shankland, Cancola, Boyle, Moult, McGrath, Duke and Armstrong Stevie May? Nope Wotherspoon You are convinced there's a St Johnston one aren't you? Yeah yeah. You would be right in that and yeah, it's not... neither of those Okay Can you think of one Mark Wilson? Always a quite a reliable set piece taker Lovely left foot Winger Oh he's been played everywhere this guy Oh, it's going to annoy me Come on Think Think, 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 think He's think. previously played for St Mirren Ross County Oh, Graham Carey Graham Carey Okay, okay um, There's another Aberdeen mm. Don't know Oh, you're all out, aren't you? Yeah I'm struggling That's a hard one, this Vigente Bizawin Any St Mirren ones? You've won lacking That's all, just one to go Ohara. Nope I said O'Hara um, About He was heavily involved In the last time we saw St Mirren Had a great game against Rangers Main He's pal <laughs> A Yunga A Yunga Put you out your misery Thank you Mark and Gordon We are back tomorrow Which is Wednesday night Hugh Keevans is here Alongside Marvin Bartley So we look forward to more of your company then Please get in touch And in the meantime Stay right there Callum Gallagher is up next